going today, Fendi? Nikki Jensen and Brie Picconi and we're late, late to, to the party. party a podcast about film fashion and pop culture from two best friends mentally really really ridiculously good looking in 2023 and today <laughs> we are discussing our favorite fashion films and fashion in films yes which so how would how do you differentiate a fashion film and a film with good fashion it's very hard hmm giving you maybe a, just a test <laughs> i mean maybe intention or influence maybe the influence it has the the grip it has on the people you know i think it's both i think there's like your textbook definition mm-hmm. where it's like obviously there's a movie like a, a zoolander who's like a fashion satire Best like of the fashion end. movie of all time. Best. And then you have something like Clueless, which has stood the test of time as like an iconic fashion. Like the costume design is so iconic. However, that movie is not about fashion, except they reference like Aliyah mm. and Calvin Klein. But it's not like a... It's not all about fashion. No. I mean, not at is. all. In a way, it is. It is, but it, it isn't. Yeah. But it is. But it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, it totally is. <laughs> but is that just us? Do we just care so much about fashion? I don't know. I think if you're anyone who's anyone, you care about fashion, right? Or you should. Except I don't know. Except Andy Sachs. Uh, yeah, but then she did end up caring, right? Do you always care? You always end up caring about fashion. You do. How can you not? I don't. I, honestly, I don't understand people who don't. You know, I am with Patricia Fields. Patricia Fields. Yeah. With the norm core. Like, get out of here with that. Give me something. I mean, I, you know, obviously we all wear norm core to a degree, but it's not as fun as like getting dressed up. Like, I envy those ladies who just get dressed up to walk the streets of New York, you know, and just. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Or it's like. like Avenue. Well, I just, I think that's a thing about style, too. Yes. Like, anyone can wear a piece of clothing and it be on trend and they don't have style. Yeah. It doesn't take style to just wear whatever's trendy. Yeah. I think Patricia Field's a really good, like, example of someone who has a good personal style. I agree. And she's good at influencing others, their Mm -hmm. style. So, favorite fashion moments in film. You got any? Ha. <sighs> yes. Um I would say I really like Audrey Hepburn's like Breakfast at Tiffany's, just the LBD. The the beginning one where she's eating like the the croissant in front of the Tiffany's? Yeah. It's iconic. Iconic. I also, I love when she wears like glasses and like that hat as well, you know, like when she goes into the club. Yes. I don't know. Just everything about her outfits in that movie. Audrey Hepburn is such a great example of someone that did have personal, like great personal style, Mm -hmm. but like influenced the costume design and the characters on screen. Or like her relationship with Givenchy. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Which I didn't realize Sabrina, they didn't have enough of a budget Mm -hmm. for a lot of costumes. So she went with her own money with like a list from the studio of what to buy. And she was like, forget the list. But she ended up meeting Givenchy there and like having a good relationship with him. That's so cool. Which is like a very interesting story because I don't hear that a lot. Yeah. But but I love how like Audrey Hepburn is one of those like fashion icons who has a lot of like movies that are fashion films. Like I would say Funny Face is a fashion film. It totally is. Breakfast I, at Tiffany's. Yeah. I Roman agree. Holiday. All of them. Uh, yeah. Roman Holiday. Hello. Yeah. I mean, one of the most iconic film moments for me, and well, objectively, it's when she's wearing the red Givenchy dress. 
down the steps. And she's like, she's got her Fran Fine arms, like, Mm -hmm. woo! Hello! She's like, Mr. Sheffield! (laughs) That's exactly what Audrey Hepburn said. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that's just one of those moments in film where, I don't know, just all the fashion, all her dresses, just everything about her is great. I know what you mean. I, I felt that way watching Jackie. Like, I remember being like, I know that's kind of like biopic based on Jackie Kennedy. You know, that outfit's kind of an iconic outfit already. I, I love the biopics that are like Jackie Kennedy or Onassis, whatever oh, part yeah. of her life, whatever era. Whatever era. Jackie. Instead of Taylor Swift eras, it's like Jackie. It the is. eras tour. But uh, Jackie has such great personal style. And she was a real person. So for them to like, you know, recreate the dress where JFK got shot with like the pillbox hat and like all the pink and like, what was her name? The costume designer, Madeline Fontaine, who did Amelie and like Eve St. Laurent. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She spent so much time trying to match the exact pink and just making all the copies of Jackie's like most... For lack of a better word, iconic fashion moments. Yeah, I read that she studied like a lot to get it right. Just so meticulous too. Like in, like I have you see on the docu right, um, House of Gucci. It's oh like yeah, a fashion film. Oh well, yeah. Well, obvious. I you know that one's just obvious. But I remember like when the f- promo photos came out, that cable knit sweater. That, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That cable knit sweater that made my whole 2021 same that kept me going that fueled me gaga and adam driver i don't know i think maybe you know it's really interesting like larger celebrities that are um cast in these kind of movies the fashion movies how so natalie portman and jackie like i don't know she's big to me is she a big actress like i feel like she is and she is like she's kind of she does a lot of her own like she's also meticulous like she's picky about the work she does isn't she well she is she's very selective yeah. I Natalie Portman's a huge movie star, but in Jackie especially, she really does like sink into the role. Like it, I don't really think about Natalie Portman as Natalie Portman. Oddly yeah. enough, that's a good actor though. That is good. I feel like Lady Gaga is such a superstar, so it's so different. Yeah, it's like that's Gaga up there. Like obviously. <laughs> but oh. that I mean, that's great for her career though. She's just making us go gaga. Oh, yeah. Over her, you know? Yeah. Um. I mean, it's so funny about her, or not funny, but like cool, like in House of Gucci, the recreation of all of Patricia Reggiani's outfits. Yeah. It's very like time period specific. So like the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. But Gucci gave their like archive pieces. They were like, here you go. Here's. Here's all the clothes. That's why they look so good. Well, the only ones they really used, they used like, um, I forget the first scene, but they used the two-piece Gucci mm-hmm. when she has a full like, fur coat yes. over it. They used that piece, but Patricia Reggiani didn't wear a lot of Gucci in everyday life because that right. was like more That's conservative. really funny. <laughs> so it was more copies but it's funny that they even got like the license and like I mean if you're gonna do a Gucci movie, you gotta do it right. Like you can't just have like knockoff Gucci. That's true. You know, that's disrespect. That's good on that's good on Gucci as a brand. They're like we gotta make sure it's legit. Yeah. But yeah, they were a lot more conservative back then. So that's just like funny. But you know, my favorite fashion film, and yes, I call it a fashion film. Because I think it had a chokehold on like late 2000s fashion. Okay. It's Marie Antoinette. The yes. Sophia Coppola Marie Antoinette with Kirsten Dunst. Dude, that the costumes are so stunning. Like the colors, everything, the hair. It, it's beautiful. It is literal art. I feel like their outfits are like straight up. Like, um, like if a macaron were to come to life, the color palette, it's amazing. I love the I want candy scene and just they are eating 
literal macarons and like drinking champagne and just the whole like it's just like cake mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful and i love when they go to the party and she's wearing like the black fabric over her eyes and it's just so like i think mcqueen did a show very similar with the the thick fabric over the eyes yes so cool deserving of the oscar in 2006 i agree wasn't that one overlooked a bit like it was a it was a crazy year because that was also the year of the devil wears prada and dream girls speaking of fashion movies. speaking of fashion movies but on the marie antoinette tip something from my childhood that like sticks with me even now is the vogue shoot with kirsten dunce's marie antoinette yes with that like striped gown that moment i remember that it's like imprinted in my brain so what a time (laughs) i want to go back truly so like marie antoinette came out that year Mm -hmm. and then the devil wears prada yeah another one of my favorites same that movie i loved as soon as i saw it i was like i'm all in i remember also having this fantasy like of wanting to work for a big magazine like that like vogue like well, that was Anyone. that was the early 2000s career that like that's what's messed us up. That's yeah. They made us believe in all those movies that that was like going to be our career. Like uh, in 13 going on 30 poise versus sparkle. Yeah. Or um, how to lose a guy. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The people who are in these positions never appreciate the job they're in. Have you noticed? Never. And I don't get I'm like, wow, that's so rude. Like. I'd, I'm like, I'd kill it to be you. They want to like, <laughs> what was it in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days when she like wants to cover the Iraq war or something? Like, yeah. Like boring. <laughs> I know. I'm going to get it. But I mean, what about fashion? Like fashion's an escape. Or Miranda Priestley's argument, it's reflective of our times. Or, yeah, no, that too. I agree. Reflective. Or that's what Patricia Field said too. It's reflective of our time. It is. So like normcore, it's like every fashion is like so secular. So like if we're dressing more boring, we're feeling a lot more confined. Mm. How are we dressing society. now? Like I know that like the 90s, 2000s style have kind of reappeared. But like, how are we feeling? Like, you know what I mean? Can we take a poll? Are we, like A mess. Because now we see, we just see like what the algorithm wants. You know what I mean? So if I like certain things, I'm mine might look different than you. Probably not that different from yours, but you know, people out there. People in real, like in real life. Yeah. Dress boring. All shade. <laughs> what, is, what does Nicki Minaj say? All sh- shade, all, all offense. Oh, all offense. Or what did she say? All tea, all offense. Yes. All tea, all offense. So... Everyone dresses nowadays like Haley Lou Richardson's character in the White Lotus season two. Bad, tacky. I feel like I'm um insert the <laughs> clip of uh the school of rock kid being like, You're tacky and I hate you. Oh my god. But kind of. Yeah. I wanted to show you it because you haven't seen the White Lotus. I, I haven't seen the White Lotus. Wait, what is that? Wait, that's what people are wearing? That's how I feel everyone dresses. Ew. I feel like everyone dresses. And maybe this is just where we are, like, geographically. Maybe. But I see a lot of, you know, like, Wild Fable by Target. Yes. Like, it's, like, weird. It's, like, people trying to be very trendy or, like, trying to possess style. style, Like, personal style. But it's also, like, just what tiktok is it's like all the micro trends like Haley oh. lou richardson and white lotus it's like all the micro trends in one now fit where like you have so much personal style it's like null and void almost if that makes sense because mm. it's not personal it's not it's personal just, you have so much style but it's not personal i don't know i live for personal style yeah I don't always express it, though. I, I want to have like a play. You know what I mean? Like just being out and about and just wearing what you want to wear. Put the idea of putting an outfit together. Maybe it maybe it is Wild Fable one day. I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I can only afford Target for now. <laughs> no, I think. I think personal style. Well, it 
we're talking about fashion and film, right? Yeah. Or fashion films. Yes. Everything in common, like all of our faves, they are characters for one. It's like not real. <laughs> they're <life>. not real. <laughs> they're real to me. They, you know, there's their characters and the costume designer is like, what would these characters wear? But really effective costume design is when you can like, um, you know, certain films, they like, take from their personal like closet or Audrey Hepburn having that close relationship with Givenchy, but also being someone that because she was five seven and insecure about her height would wear flats all mm. the time. And that like became a trend or, you know what I mean? Like I think a lot of like SJP for Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Like she has, a lot of personal style as is and isn't afraid to, to, you know, jump out there. Like talking about personal style, mm-hmm. Parker Posey yes. in Party Girl is one of those cult classic fashion films. Parker Posey is so cool, by the way. I, the I just, coolest. I love her. I feel like she's so underrated and just. I love her. Was she an it girl technically or like it, it, she's an it girl to me. To me, too. I think, yeah. Like, she's too... She has this coolness about her. Very much so. I feel like she's, like, like a Kevin Bacon degree away from, like, a Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. Who has great personal style. Also really cool. Yeah. Uh, talk about Nick Girl. Right? But, you know, Party Girl, Parker Posey plays in it, Girl. But yes. the mixing of the high-low fashion... So, like, she'll wear, like, a Vivian Westwood, like, vintage top or, like, Jean-Paul Gaultier with a thrift store find. I love that. In Party Girl. And she looks like a downtown Fran Fine. She does. That's what I was thinking, like, looking through the outfits. Like, it's very Fran Fine. Also, this is the 90s. And I think a lot of our best fashion moments have been in the 90s. I think so, too. I mean, Parker Posey did an interview... It was her and I believe the costume designer, someone involved in Party Girl, did an interview with Vogue. And they were both talking about how in the 90s, going out, just like planning, like being like, oh, my God, what am I going to wear? But like, you know, all centering around going out and going to the clubs. And yes, I want to go clubbing. I want to be part of that scene. I know. I know. I love how Parker Posey talks about that scene, too. She's like, I was there. I went to Wigstock. Yes. That sounds like a blast. It does. Like with RuPaul and which I love in Party Girl, too. Just like low key. The like one of the first shots in the film is just Lady Bunny. Love that. Time capsule. (sighs) To go clubbing in the 90s as well. Like a gay club as well. Like it's just the dream. That is the dream. Dressing up. Along the way, walking the streets. That's how you develop personal style, in my opinion. Hot uh, pants. Hot pants. What, whatever happened to those, anyways? I don't know. I feel like American Apparel squeezed every last bit of juice out of hot pants. Mm. It's a shame. I always like thought that by the time I was like an adult, I think hot pants would be like a thing. And so I'm really disappointed. Like, I know we have, like, short shorts, but it's not the same as hot pants. I love hot pants. Hot pants will come back because they're, like, eternal. Do you own a pair of hot pants? No, I used to. And it's my big regret that I got rid of them. You got rid of your hot pants? I got rid of my hot pants. No. Yeah. Were they vintage hot pants? Or, like, would they be? Oh. No, they were, like, H&M. But still, the idea is there. I loved them to death. Dang. Uh, Never get rid of your hot dance, hot, hot, hot dance in your hot (laughs) pants. Oh, my God. But 90s fashion. I feel like that's the the fashion film like Mecca is like the 90s. I agree. You have like unzipped, Mm -hmm. which is like a fabulous, you know, it's was Isaac Mizrahi. Yes. Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, like supermodel era. Have you seen the behind the scenes of them, by the way, like dancing and singing to the, the it's like, it's not Be My Lover, but it's like some 90s club music and they're like, woo, and I think, um, is it Linda or is it, is Christy Turlington in there? No. I know it centers mostly around Linda. Maybe it's Linda, 
well anyway she's like get it girl and they're just like having a blast in the behind the scenes and i just love that i don't know like the energy at the time like people are really vibing and having fun on the runway for sure i mean that was yeah that's like the the time fashion meant something oh yeah the supermodel supermodel Haley bieber who kendall jenner candle no no candle (laughs) but yeah in the 90s like we have clueless Mm -hmm. which is it it's just i mean i think if any film in the past 30 years has affected style it's been clueless they're they're like plaid i don't would you call them they're not exactly school uniforms no but they're the yeah the yellow plaid like obviously iggy azalea there oh yeah you know she definitely took that inspo she did a copy for fancy Mm -hmm. i forgot about that (laughs) i love that that's where your mind went (laughs) I just wanted to get get ahead of the the curve with that one. <laughs> Iggy is. How is Iggy doing these days? Where is she? Where's Fergie? Where's Fergie? The other fashion greats. The musical fashion greats. <laughs> oh my god, musical fashion. That's a whole nother episode. That's like, that would take, t- I don't know, that could go on and on. That's true. I mean, I guess so could fashion films, but it's true. But you know what I love too with Clueless? Like that scene where she has like a her outfit maker and I thought that we would have something like that, you know, to you know, I guess we do on our phones. There's like apps that you can dress yourself or something. Like It's not the same. I am no. very surprised as well we don't have one of those clueless fashion pickers. It's way more fun when it's like kind of clunky and the electro it's like not eight bit, but you know. It's boop. It's like boop boop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't we have like a Tinder for fashion? Like in our own closet. Hmm. Like that would be the na- like the nowadays version. Tinder? You know how you can swipe right or left on oh, your fashion? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like it has like you insert like a chip somewhere or oh. something. Do something and it like takes all the clothes from your closet snaps pictures snaps pictures like really pixelated horrible pictures yes but you know what they are yeah and you just swipe right or left yeah nikki you know you could patent that well no one steal my idea <laughs> but yeah mona may did clueless right she did what else did she well she rami and michelle yeah something else though that is not oh but is it the wedding singer i believe so yeah yeah i mean the way she plays with color is very interesting as well it's very but that's like the 90s too Mm -hmm. but like the bright colors like she's not shying away from colors not at all i love that give me all the color yes however in clueless what is your favorite fashion moment in clueless is it ty's makeover (sighs) is it the iggy azalea yellow plaid suit I do love the yellow plaid suit. I think it might be Dion's outfit, though, with the hat. Just say, I don't know. Something about that hat that brings the whole outfit together does it for me. I love Dion's style. Talk about personal style. Yes. Like, she can get funky with it. I love that. I think that, like, Dion's a good example, too, of, like, someone that, like, is a character that has good personal style. Like, it is curated in costume, like she has really good personal style. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite fashion moment from Clueless? I I love the gym outfit, the white like baby tee with the black. Yes, I also really love the white Calvin Klein. Honestly, the ca- yeah, that'd be like my second. I don't know, it's cute. And Dion's like striped flower baby tee. And she's also wearing a funky hat. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yep. I See, I just love that funky hat element. Dion's like, we'll eventually do a Clueless app, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. We have to. I ride for Dion. Same. You know, if we're still talking about the 90s and fashion films, mm-hmm. I would include Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet from 1996. Oh. I think that film has very... I would say it's a fashion film. I would say the way that 
his wife I don't I don't remember her name but like I know the wife does the costume design but the way she interprets Romeo and Juliet like with the wings for Claire Danes mm-hmm. or like Leo DiCaprio and all the dudes like Hawaiian-y like 90s shirts yes I was gonna say I think that that must have influenced the Hawaiian shirts of today. I see a lot of dudes in Hawaiian shirts and I'm here for it. And I'm like, it's reminiscent of something like almost every day. Like I'm thinking to myself, why is this cool? Like not everyone, you know, when it's not on like, I don't know, like a old dude. When it's on a baby face, Leo DiCaprio, it's the epitome of cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think he started a trend. I think he planted that seed. Oh yeah. 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 And then of course we have the spoof of all that. Plus all the fashion industry stuff, which is Zoolander. I love uh, Zoolander is great. Zoolander also has, like Romeo and Juliet, an iconic gas station scene. Yes. They get do they get a slurpee or the gas station blows up? Yeah. So they're going to get orange, orange mocha frappuccinos. And they're like dancing. Don't like wake me up before you go go. And they have like a fight. Oh my god! With gosh. the gasoline and the guy, lace the cigarette. Oh man, we need to cut that. See, that's those are some scenes to cut together. Note to self. Yes, <laughs> oh, it's funny too. Like I didn't realize until doing research because I watched Zoolander. Yeah, and I've always liked Zoolander and always thought it was funny, but in more of a broad way. Like I didn't realize it was from. Um, the, like, you know, the VH1 Fashion Awards? Yeah. Like, I was watching a clip, because Derek Zoolander yes. is, like, a character in, like, the 1997, you know, Fashion Awards. Our- and the movie's distributed by VH1, and I was like, wow, what a dummy. Yeah. No, I, I didn't put two and two together. I remember finding that out, like, a while ago, but being, like, surprised. But what a cool thing i don't know i always love when characters have their own movie like that because they're so popular yes like a mary Catherine gallagher yeah superstar superstar or it's pat oh my god it's pat i forgot about that <laughs> i don't even know if i watched that another or... fashion film it's pat <laughs> like that's then i guess napoleon dynamite could also be a fashion film if that's the case a little bit a little Vote bit for pedro yeah talk about iconic moment right <laughs> but what was it i was gonna say on zoolander oh yeah so there was an interview with the costume designer and they were talking about how they had this whole idea maybe not the costume it was someone involved in the production but they were talking about how they wanted to do all these references to like helmet newton or like they wanted to like shoot like this photographer and like make these crazy fashion editorial references. Yes. And Ben Stiller was like, no, no one's going to understand that. Like the teens aren't going to understand these references or think it's funny. But I want to see that alternate, like the director's <laughs> the director's cut. Oh my god! I wonder is that a thing? Can we see that? Because that sounds great. I know some like scrapped footage, the heightened, just the a art little bit. Zoolander, <laughs> the lost reels. Which? What are your thoughts on satirizing the fashion community? I mean, I think it can be made fun of. I mean, okay, obvi- also if the fashion awards, if he was there kind of already doing that i think you're i think when you're a little bit more in that world maybe you're a little elite of sorts you you should be able to joke around right i would think that you could i think i think with zoolander they leaned into the joke Mm -hmm. which is very cool that's very chic it's to just like roll with it yeah. Instead of fighting it and looking like way too pretentious about it, I like that they were like, let's go in on, let's make fun of ourselves. Because mm-hmm. that makes it cooler. If you're fighting it, like that's not as cool. That's true. Like finally when Anna Wintour went to the premiere of The Devil Wears Prada and sits down. And, you know, even if it's just for like, 
PR sake. Like she couldn't have walked out of it. Right. Like for the look of it. But the fact that she stayed, the fact that she's cool about it, even though like Giselle Bunchen had to ask her permission and like fashion designers and fashion houses wouldn't <laughs> lend clothes to Patricia Fields for. Right. Because they were like afraid. Honestly, yeah. I mean, if think about Miranda Priestly. If you work for, <laughs> you'd be afraid to leak things too, right? I don't know. I love True. Meryl Streep's like take, and I would think because like, her character too. It's not really a neg. It's I don't think it's really negative. Uh, Mm-mm. she's just a hardworking businesswoman, you know. Miranda Priestly is a queen. Yeah, no notes, <laughs> nothing wrong. <laughs> Period. Yeah. <laughs> We have no notes for her. But that, I mean, and we've done a whole episode on The Devil Devil Wears Prada. We have. It is a seminal movie in my life. Same. Um, But that Vogue scene is probably one of my favorite moments in film. Yes. But just going, it starts with, like, I love a big makeover scene, for one. Same. But it starts with the head-to-toe Chanel. Yeah, outfit, and when she walks into the office like a total baddie, and she's like, you know, doing the double takes, and she's like the Chanel boots. Yes, I am. Like, yes, I am I wearing the Chanel boots? I know. I love that. That's my favorite. I think moment in that movie. She's like getting it, and um, yeah. Oh yeah, I love every single outfit, even the like very seventies ish orange scarf over the head moment. Yeah. Which people take issue with, but I, I enjoy. Yeah, I went back and forth on that one, but I do like it. I also like the green number. Like, it's my favorite, the uh, green coat. Do you have a green coat like that? No, but I feel like I would be the person to... I want one. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no. I believe that green coat, they found it out of what goes around comes around in Beverly Hills. Wow. Because I couldn't get it. You gotta get scrappy. P- gotta get Patricia scrappy. Fields is scrappy. Yeah. But, but Yeah. You know, one movie we haven't talked about is The Fifth Element. That's a great fashion film. I love this movie and the fashion is really iconic. It's like even I think, you know, my favorite look is probably like as much as I love Lilu's bandage look. And I think that is iconic and probably has influenced so many things. Totally. Probably Lady Gaga. Um. But like the opera singer, you know, like the background, like all the little details. Well, yeah, the fashion, uh, the fashion in the fifth element is, well, it was the costume design. Who's the costume? Designer? I think it was um, John Paul Gaultier. Like right? Jean Paul Gaultier did like the fashion for the film. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to be like, because I know for a uh, funny face, Edith Head was costume designer, but all the clothes were Givenchy. So I didn't know if there was. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's really interesting. That point, like, it kind of makes me think of, like, Black Swan as well. Like, fashion designer versus, I don't know. The Rodarte of it all. The Rodarte, yeah. Like, the costume design versus, like, the designers. Like, where's their space for it? Who gets the credit? I don't know. It's very interesting. But I thought Audrey Hepburn, didn't she request the outfits be by... Givenchy? Givenchy was like her her man. Yeah. Which I don't know. Is that something I guess you could do back then? Or if you're famous enough, you can just be like, oh, I only wear... Th- this is my style. Well, not like stylist, but you know. I, th- I think so. I mean, I don't know how like all the nitty gritty is. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's like certain like contractual things get, that can be worked out, like sussed out, you know? Yeah. Or maybe they you maybe they collab too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean I think I think also it just depends on the film. Like you have films like a Marie Antoinette or even a Jackie or House of Gucci where these costume designers are looking to the past mm-hmm. to make copies of, you know, re- you know, real life people or people from a certain time period. So they're costume designing in that sense that they're like sewing and putting it together. But then you have like Mona May, who's, you know, taking like an Aliyah dress and a this and a that and putting it together for these characters. 
Yeah. Or in Party Girl. It's just like an amalgamation of, of the time. Of fashion. Because it's like modern. Yeah. You know, you're piecing things together. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Or like Patricia Field. Patricia Fields is the best. Yes. But like with Devil Wears Prada or like Sex in the City, it's, you know, a mix of designer, a mix of this. But she's not sitting there like crafting Marie Antoinette style gowns. Right. Yeah. I guess you can appreciate it all, you know. For sure. But John Paul Gaultier did the wardrobe for The Fifth Element. That seems like a lot of work, too. Like those costumes, that had to take a lot of time. Oh, yeah. It was so influential, too. So The Fifth Element might be the ultimate fashion film, if you think about just like the cultural impact on the last 25 years. Mm. Uh, Like, it makes me so mad to this day that uh, last year and 2021, the Met Gala, which is just around the corner, it was an American. Uh, like American, the lexicon of American fashion yeah, or whatever. That one bored me. That theme. If the theme is American fashion, why didn't anyone do like a fifth element, like the McDonald's? The McDonald's. Girl. That's where my mind was just going. I'm like, I, when you said American, because that's that's, icon- that's an iconic American like symbol motif. Motif. Yeah. But no, but you got the McDonald's, you got the... Nikki! Whatever. Would you have been like a McDonald's girl if you had the choice, if you were invited? Hell yes. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, also, Gauthier is like so synonymous with the 90s, especially in film. But I love the fifth element, fashion-wise. Like, Lilu's bandage dress... It's everyone's like go to Halloween costume that or the suspenders like the orange suspenders. Yeah. I feel like the bandage is superior, though. You know, I feel like the suspenders are awkward. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of how they like suspend. <laughs> I love them all. Also, the orange hair on Miljovovic is so chic. I love that. I do love the orange throughout the fit like that being like a color just because orange is the new pink. Yes. See, it is real. Josie and I the Pussycats. The marketing's working. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chris Tucker in the leopard with like the hair that's like a blow dryer or Peppa Pig. Yes. He does kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that's another thing, though, is like you don't see enough leopard pieces out and about these days. No. And leopard is the best neutral. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. What? I really want to take a time machine to the 90s and just like go like full party girl, just wear leopard and pops of color on that verge of like it was the 80s and there's some color blocking and then you've got tights, tights under short skirts or hot pants. I mean, trying things. Yeah. Dyeing your hair a bright color. I don't know. Yes. Orange hair. Just all of it. That's actually like the move. Just like shaving off or like bleaching your eyebrows Mm. orange hair that wet look well like zoolander says moisture is the essence of wetness and wetness is the essence of beauty well in the fifth element too was referenced in moschino's fall winter 2014 and 2018 collections which it does confuse me a little bit as someone that was a literal bebe mm-hmm. in 90, like what, seven when Fifth Element came out. Because I know it, obviously from the movie and Gauthier, but it also confuses me because Moschino did it. And I like know that show way more yeah. than the Fifth Element. So Same. it's like, ah. But what came first? For Fifth you? Element. Fifth Element. Oh, for me? Yeah. Or, like, was Moschino a, a gateway to it? I think I'm a later in life fifth elementer. Oh, I am too. So maybe Moschino. But I was a late in life uh, clueless. Yeah. Viewer as well. Probably same time, like, period, 2014. Oh. I feel like I saw clueless earlier, but definitely fifth element was news to me. You know, Clueless, do you remember the TV show? Vaguely, but I never watched it. Like I I did. Really? Like on reruns. Like it wasn't 
it was like it would rerun in between like certain Nickelodeon shows, I believe, like in the late 90s or early 2000s. Oh, how was it? It was good. Really? I remember enjoying it. It was like most of the cast except Alicia Silverstone. Oh, wow. But that kind of confused me, too, because I thought I'd watched Clueless uh-huh. until like it came on Netflix in like 2013, 2014. And I was like, wait a second. Have I not seen Clueless? I've just seen the TV show. That's trippy. That's like like this is not a fashion situation, but like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That confused me to find out it was a movie. Oh, yeah. And I had been watching the TV show. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. It's interesting, the whole idea of like TV spinoffs from movies like that, that I don't know if they're completely necessary, but sometimes they can be good. I mean, like it's Pat. No, <laughs> like it's Pat. <laughs> exactly. Like it's Pat. Still my favorite fashion film. I take it back. It's not Zoolander. It's it's Pat. I guess any final thoughts? I know this is rather short, but... Um, final thoughts. I think I'm excited for the next fashion film. You know, we had House of Gucci. Now what? What's next? I know. What was the last, like, a proper fashion film? There was a McQueen documentary in 2018. I mean, the documentaries are... It's still a little different. It's a little different. Yeah. Still love them, though. I mean... Dude... This is this is messed up. Whoa. Yeah. I, wait, are you reading The Hollywood Reporter? No, okay. I'm reading Google's popular fashion movies. Oh, my God. Tell you me go- what you found. Okay. So I'm with them. When you Google search fashion film, Coco Before Chanel comes up. Okay. A September issue. Saint Laurent. House of Gucci. Eve Saint Laurent. After the Ball. Confessions of a Shopaholic. The Duchess which is a fashion film, and it is great. The first Monday in May, Avi, Ob. Dior and I, Legally Blondes, The Devil Wears Prada. Legally Blondes? Wait, that is not the... the sp- Legally Blondes. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of, like, spinoffs and things. Wow. Okay. Is that a fashion film? I guess legal. Oh, we- how come we haven't talked about Legally Blonde? Duh. As a fashion film. Because Google (laughs) says Legally Blondes. I know, but for some reason that I knew there was a movie we were forgetting, Legally Blonde, with Reese Witherspoon, not the spinoff with her like niece or someone. The British girls from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fun and all, but... Legally Blonde is in like the the same vein as Clueless. Right. Or like Jawbreaker could even be. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about a lot of movies that are maybe low-key fashion movies. You know? Like the fashion is there. Sometimes more than the movie. Yeah. That's how I felt about Jawbreaker a bit. Honestly. Honestly, yes. I feel like Jawbreaker. It's like the opposite of that Doja Cat meme. Where it gave what it needed to give. Yeah. And all that was given. Like, that was all the fashion in Jawbreaker. Mm hmm. That's it, what it gave. It gave. Like, yeah. they ate. They did. <laughs> um, Elwoods, too. I feel like that's. Talk about Halloween costume staples and. Yeah. Everything. Even Paul. I always, like, love Paulette's, like, jean jacket, like, her yes. whole aesthetic. I, I even love FedEx. The guys' aesthetics. Have I talked to you about that? Yeah. Is this just in real life or have I ever divulged this? I think in the pod, I think we talked about it when we talked about Legally Blonde. Well, does that also mean King of Queens is a fashion TV show? Because (laughs) those dudes were wearing a lot of FedEx. Yeah, they were. Okay, but King of Queens, the most fashionable person is... Leah Remini. Oh. Oh, no, Arthur. I was going to say the father, Yeah. (laughs) another Arthur. stiller <laughs> wait isn't that his, is that ben stiller's dad yeah right r.i.p oh wow. r.i.p wow it all it all comes around just like the fashion cycle <laughs> <laughs> making some like really r- reach like <laughs> i don't know hey trying to pull it all together if google is gonna put legally blondes as a fashion film arthur from king of queens is is also one yeah but what were you gonna say in the hollywood reporter Oh, they were saying like, well, because I'm like, what are the most recent ones of, you know, it says of the decade, but this is 2010s because um, I don't know, 2020s have just started. So I don't know if we can, if we have a decade to look onto, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I guess 
this is like a comprehensive 15 most fashionable films of the decade they say black swan which i agree with um burlesque which yes mirror mirror which i didn't even think of that but i guess it's julia roberts is like an evil queen or something lily collins is snow white i don't okay yeah i don't know but i mean like yes but it's also like very i don't know i'll keep i'll say my thoughts is neon demon on there with Elle fanning um that's a fashion film i don't see it maleficent well, oh, and Cinderella. They're naming a lot of Disney things, which is a little weird. But I do think Maleficent has style, but it's also because it's Angelina Jolie and those cheekbones. Like, she's kind of high fashion to me. So, yes. I feel like if it was someone else cast, maybe it wouldn't hit. Uh, Jackie. They say Jackie. They say Mary Poppins Returns. I don't know. I don't know about this list. Oh, Hustlers, though. Hustlers had some fashion. I feel like Hustlers felt very, like, stuck in the 2000s or, like, 2010 exactly, like, right in the middle. And I kind of love that. Yeah. Well, but that's not where my mind goes when I think of fashion films. No, I think Hustlers is, like, because it takes place in 2007, 2008. So it's trying to go for, it's not like a period piece yet. It's not a fashion film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, Black Swan, Neon Demon. Yeah. Um, I agree. Call Me By Your Name has yes. great fashion. It's not a fashion film, but that film has excellent fashion. Yes. Half unbuttoned shirts, belly buttons, boxer shorts. Like the pastels, like Timothy Chalamet in general, everything Elia wears. Yes. Phantom Thread is about fat. It's a fashion film. He's stitching. Yep. Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. I feel like there are stretches, though. I feel like we haven't gotten good. <laughs> it's because the Devil Wars Prada left us all just shook. Shook. Oh, Cruella. Oh. Oh. See, another Disney one, though, which is interesting. But that is a fashion film. That though. is, yeah. That is straight up about fashion. You know what? Cruella's always been about fashion, I guess. I guess Now that so. I think about it, I didn't really think about it. She looks pretty fabulous, even in the cartoons. I mean, she, I don't agree with her uh, practices, but she looks cool. You know, she has that half and half hair. Uh, yeah. Is Glenn Close as Cruella? Mm-hmm. So that's like lower tier Miranda Priestly <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. I think we talked about there are some notable comparisons. Yeah. Both queens. Both Don't queens. get me wrong. I um, feel like... Do you remember when they'd have like those rap battles for a while yes. between characters? I feel like that would be an interesting... The two of them. I want to see them like rap battle. <laughs> I don't know. Who would I, win? I, I would love that. But did you like Cruella? You know, I did enjoy it. Um, I, It confused me a lot, but I, I liked it. Like the visuals were great. I love Emma Stone. Same. So... I, I, there was a lot where I felt like I was along for the ride, along for the character. I thought it was interesting. Like, it subverts expectations, you know? Um, but I still am a little confused about the dog aspect of it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I like, remember why like, couldn't she just kill dogs? Yeah, but she didn't kill dogs. No, she, she loved She loved dogs. dogs. But then why is she using a dog? I don't know. There's, like, something... It's like the Disneyification of a Disney movie. Yeah, it's too... I don't know. It's very confusing to me because she does something to get revenge, right? There's something I don't know. I have, maybe have to rewatch the movie. I just remember leaving a little confused but inspired. I remember. I remember that too. I remember being like, "Wait a second. Why is she like? Why does she have dogs now? Like, wait, this isn't this isn't my gorilla." Yeah, it still doesn't make sense why her outfit has a. It's made of dog though. I think, or was it? It was just painted to be. I guess. I, I, I don't know. I got to rewatch, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think I got lost in the fantasy because there are a lot of fun outfits, like the newspaper gown. Love that. I mean, I love that essentially all the costumes are an homage to Vivian Westwood. Yeah. And I love I love the 1960s style when she goes into the, you know, like the designer, like the store. Yes. She finds a friendship with him. And like, yeah, I love I love that. I love the Galliano references same 
Oh, there's like a butterfly dress in it too. That's like I, re- I really liked. Yeah, I guess that one. That one's pass. Sure. Not pass on it, but like it'll pass. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. I'm reading a Vogue's article for the best fashion films. Of course, there's Mahogany from 1975, which is the Diana Ross film. Diana Ross is so iconic. She has so much style in general. Another personal style. Like, she's just a stylish person. Mm-hmm. But not in the way. Like, she's like a diva. She is. Like, she's, an, she's a queen. Yeah. Icon. Legend. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because in the Vogue article, they, they name Funny Face. Oh, Preta Porte. Portier? I haven't seen that one, but like, that hat is something else. Sophia Loren is wearing this like ginormous red hat. Oh. It's very camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Who Are You, Polly Magoo, which I've never seen, but I have seen the like stills. I've seen the images from it. And it's very like 60s. Very I, swinging 60s. Yes. I love that aesthetic, though. Like the the twiggyfication. Yes. So I guess the film pokes fun at the excesses and frivolities of the fashion industry in a way that manages to be both glamorous and grotesque. Hmm. So. I'm going to add that to my list, honestly. I'm going to letterbox that one. Yeah. Because it inspired Jean-Paul Gaultier and Marc Jacobs, too. So. Wow. But you don't, it's, I don't know. I feel like they're, they've inspired so many people. It's not often you hear what they've. But yeah. inspired by, I mean, unless you dig deep, I guess, but that's true. Well, I know a lot of people are also really inspired by Valley of the Dolls and a lot of those kind of yes. 60s films. I forgot about Valley of the Dolls. I would say that's a fashion film. Yeah. Yeah. Just in a low-key way. It doesn't have to do with fashion, but no, just low-key. And everyone talks about Mahogany. No. As a fashion film. Um, Coco Before Chanel. It's Audrey Tateau, it's yeah. Amelie, and it's another fashion biopic. And then they have Neon Demon, Phantom Thread, and they have Corella. I feel like there's there's probably even more out there. I want to create like a whole comprehensive list, you know? Letterbox list. <laughs> yeah, look out, letterbox. But, but no, I just, I don't know. I love when, I love stylish characters in film. I love when a woman in film is like a Andy Sachs who gets a makeover or is a party girl and just has incredible personal style or like a Holly Golightly who's not cooking but like taking shoes out of her her oven. Like that's my <laughs> yes, kind of girl. coming out of the oven. I love that scene. I love Holly Golightly in general. Running around with the... She has that like... um it's like a eye mat, like a sleep mask. And then it's like a oversized. Well, is it pajamas or is it a men's shirt? Men's shirt. It's a shirt. men's shirt, right? Well, she's a call girl. She is. Get it, girl. Get it. But she's very classy. Yes. And she has. She wants the finer things in life. That's a, she, you know what? I was doing some research on that. Gloria Steinem was very influenced by the film adaptation of Breakfast at Tiffany's. I could see that. I could really see that. Feminist icon, <laughs> Holly Golightly. <laughs> yes. Oh. You know, speaking of feminist icons, what about Pretty Woman? It's a very fashionable film. It's very fashionable, right? And there's a makeover scene in there, too. They go shopping. In a red dress. Yes. But that is that the... <laughs> <laughs> the criteria yeah you gotta have a red dress yeah you gotta have a moment where you're just yeah. presenting an outfit but also maybe hoeing it up a little yes that's a very broad <laughs> like criteria that like makes she's all that is that a fashion film now because she comes down the steps oh. in a red dress maybe yeah you're right now it's a little muddy you're mm. opening opening the doors Ooh, i didn't i didn't know but, you know, if Legally Blondes can be a fashion film. <laughs> exactly. Then, you know, anything can be. I mean, Master of Disguise, when Dana Carvey wears the turtle outfit. That's Hot. also fashion. Yes. I love when he dresses like Scarface. That is fashion. That chest hair, fashion. 
Or that weird guy with the accent. It's not George Bush, but it's the other dude with the cane and he walks around and talks funny and he wears a bunch of rings. Fashion. <laughs> yeah. Just everything. Fashion. Fashion. I'm trying to think what else. If there's anything we're missing. I can't really think of anything, though. We've covered it. We've covered all the fashion. We have. We've covered Zoolander. We've covered Marie Antoinette. I feel like that movie is so good. Like, as far as period pieces go, it gets me on board. Like, period pieces can either be really boring or really cool. You know, I, I would say the movie Carol has kind of got, it's got elements of fashion. Mm. Like, there's use of color. It's like reds and greens. Yeah. It's similar to, like, Jackie's outfits to me. I don't know. Just throw that in there for yeah. the gays. I've never seen Carol. I saw it. I don't know if it was during the pandemic or when. I don't know. I just remember seeing it and being like, wow. It's also Kate Blanchett. So that's really why I watched. I was like, oh, I love Kate Blanchett. And Rooney Mara. Yeah. I'm like, let me see what she does. I don't, I don't know her very well, but she seems cool. I like Rooney. Have you seen that clip of Meryl Streep? I believe it's like in like one of the junkets for uh, Cinderella. And she like misunderstands the interviewer and she's like, the gays? Yeah. Have you seen the, oh my Kate God. Kate Blanchett's like, the gate? Oh, the gate. What would she say? Uh, Disney. The gays, like the male gays or like the Disney gays. Disney gate. No. Something big, G-A-Z-E. And she's like, yeah, the gays. The gays. Yeah. She thought, oh, that was great. That's my favorite fashion film. <laughs> That's why I love Kate Blanchett. This is not a visual medium, but I would be like, let's just wrap it up with a... Our blue steel. Our blue steel. What would your pose be? My pose. No one can see this, but <laughs> just you have to be very visually descriptive. Ow. So you're blue stealing, but you're also it's very A N T M. It's like something Tyra Banks would tell you to do. <laughs> she would say this is high fashion, not ho fashion, and then she would bring you into deliberation and totally criticize you for it she even would, though it's what you she told you she to do. would get yeah she told me she gave me praise earlier for it and then in the, in the panel she's like this is horrible have you noticed that like when she's the photographer she will get the girls to do the wackiest yes like, dumbest things and then she'll bring them to panel i yes also oh my gosh did you know that she wrote a novel no called, like model land or something and it's a dystopian universe it's like i don't know if 1984 is a good comparison but it's like something like that or like the hunger Ga it's like the hunger games but for models and they live on top of some creepy spooky hill you know i don't know and it's i, I don't know where she gets all these it says something on the back, like something about smizing. I don't know. It's I'm really intrigued by this. I was on TikTok the other day and it popped up in my feed and I was like, wait a minute. I don't know why I didn't send it to you, but yeah. you know. I well, see, I've been on Taylor Swift TikTok mm. because, you know, it's been a really hard couple of weeks for my people. Oh, what's going the Swifties? on? Why? What's happening? So Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn broke up. Oh, okay. Actually, I did know that. Is that, is that why they're like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. However, I'm really like glad that she and Vanilla Boy broke up. He was a little too bland. Yeah, he was boring. Yeah. Thank you, next. For me. Yeah. So do you think she's going to come out as gay? I would hope. You know, that's kind of my hope. I am like a straight person that's a gayler. Mm -hmm. Like I really <laughs> believe in her and Kel like Carly Kloss. Yeah. I think... I think it would be very like I just want a Carol fantasy for her I suppose or like maybe not because I it doesn't end well it doesn't end well <laughs> but like spoilers <laughs> but yeah yeah it'd be interesting what do you think about it as be someone poetic. who's not a Swifty I think it's interesting I mean maybe I mean I know that she did that one song you need to calm down mm. and in the music video she has like they say like her hair represents like the bi flag, which maybe it is the colors. Um, eh. I mean, I feel like I want to hear something on my business. Like she, she doesn't have to do it, you know, say anything. But you know, if she's hanging around Carly Kloss, I, I know that I don't know. Maybe I'm here either way. I'm, I'm like I support her. You know, I think Taylor Swift is a very interesting person with a lot of like depth, yeah, a lot of nuance, and I think. <laughs> 
I'm so excited for her to hopefully get out of the bland British boy era. Yeah. Into something new. I also feel like she's coming into her own. So like maybe she's like being more comfortable with herself in general or with, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like she's, she's glowing. To quote Taylor Swift, a diamond's got to shine. Yeah. I feel like, you know, she's been in the music industry so much and been maybe pushed around, but like just her like re-recording her songs, I think was like a total boss move you know mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like she's getting like gaining more autonomy i don't know maybe she can be in a fashion film maybe yeah or her song in a banging montage yeah that'd be that cool. i can see that i want yes but yeah it'd be bejeweled no yes <laughs> i don't know <sighs> well it's time to go to go help the people that need help you know uh, the things that models do they help people <laughs> that's what we're off to do now but we do help people we With do our looks we give hope for their looks <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get an orange mocha frappuccino yeah <laughs> insert wake me up before you go go <laughs> well thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week please rate review Subscribe. subscribe what does that even actually i don't know what i think follow follow you can follow us on itunes yeah. and spotify yeah uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week see you bye, bye.